I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Episode 58 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on April 3rd, 2013, and my name is Dan Gorman. I want to crack the cardboard. <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. No can do, bro. You know my rule. I don't sleep with women who look like Ray Liotta, and your sister's totes Liotes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I'm Greg Legro, and if I were creating a world, I wouldn't mess about with butterflies and daffodils. I would have started with lasers. Eight o'clock, day one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Time Bandits. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. The movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Classic lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we got lots again today. We have Hero Swap again, film roulette as usual. Mm. Going to talk some prison break off the top. Yeah. yeah. Um, PB I don't ha- off the T. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to say. Yeah. Um, For brevity. So uh, the only thing that I really have off the top is something that I already mentioned to Casey on the interwebs. So this is going to be a repeat for him and Greg. Uh. But Children's Hospital on American Netflix season oh, yeah. one and two yes, uh, just went up. So I'm excited to start watching that. Casey's way ahead. You've seen it like all, right? Uh, well, I've seen seasons one, two, and three. In yeah. fact, my quote today was from season three. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. Mm. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And also, oh, Adventure Time and season uh, one of Adventure Time. Uh, yeah. Have you? Do you know the show? Or yeah, I've I've not seen all. Okay, of it, but but you've seen some of it. Yeah, and then there is the regular show is up too. That's yeah, the same uh, people. I haven't seen that though, but I'm excited. Yeah, um, Adventure Time is. I've just been watching that show and laughing like an idiot. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> like, like just fucking kids show though, right? Kind mm. of, <laughs> not really. Oh, really? It's, yeah. it's it straddles the line more than any show I've seen since. Like, I think if early you, if you were a parent and you put your kid in front of it, not knowing what it was, then listen to a little bit. Yeah. Yes. You'd be like, uh, what are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> now, I might be a bad parent. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the thing was, because I thought it was kind of like something that you could let your kid watch, but that it had stuff that wasn't for kids. But I would just watch an episode. Like titties every once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> just for the parents. <laughs> just in 30 second intervals, they just yeah. flash some it's hardcore nudity on the, uh, on the screen. <laughs> for you, parents. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Stone cold bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but now I, back to our lesson on sharing. Yeah. Like I thought it was like SpongeBob where like the first couple of seasons of SpongeBob had that like Ren and Stimpy kind of thing where it was kind of gross and there was right. stuff mm-hmm. that wasn't for kids, but there was I, I just watched an episode of Adventure Time where uh, the main character Finn called the vampire character a dyke. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Yeah, this isn't a good show. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, that was the first time that it really like went over the line. Because before it was just like they said things like the like sexy and like said like like just pseudo sexual. <laughs> they use the word lesbian. But then this, yeah, before they were talking about lesbians, but then now, but yeah, it was a, it was the first point where I was like, wait a second. Right. Kids are watching this. Yeah, that's know. amazing. But it's super funny. Like, I, had, it really I is mean, funny. it's always been sort of on my radar because yeah. uh, there's some cool people like Gary Kenny does a voice. Yeah. Kumail Nanjiani shows up. Yeah. Uh, and um, what's his name that you hate? Um, Brian Posehn. I don't hate Brian Posehn. <laughs> I just don't respect him very much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, George Takei did one uh, yeah, yeah. voice on the one episode. Yeah. yeah. You got mm-hmm. John DiMaggio. Yeah. You got. Uh, other people? Yeah, it's really funny. You should I check got it. bored of naming people. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to check that but out. That's what, I've, that's what I've been up to. Oh, and I watched April Fool's Day on April Fool's Day. Uh, that is an underrated movie. Underrated? Way underrated. I hate that movie. No, that is a really good movie. Uh, How, I've when never was the last it. time you saw it? High school. Okay. I would, I've yeah. never seen it. Watch, <laughs> watch the, the movie April Fool's Day. I've it's, never uh, seen it. Released. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's released by Paramount um, around the time of like slasher craze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but go into April Fool's Day expecting not it, for it not to be a slasher. Go into it expecting like kind of a whodunit, kind of like it's almost like a goof on slashers. Well, yeah, it's, isn't it's really sort of like well a horror comedy kind of a deal. Yeah, it's, really, I've, it's really funny, and I think the script yeah, is right, awesome. I'll try again. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's underrated. All right. But I'm, I can see thinking, like, this is going to be a slasher, and then, like, no. That is what I I rented it yeah. for when I was young. Because uh, it's not violent. No. There's no, there's, no. There's no on-screen. No. Yeah, like, it's very, like, boring. Not, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny and clever and with a well-written script. The word you're looking for whilst you try to defend the movie is fucking boring. No. No, it really, it really has uh, a good script. I'll, I'll be try it judge. again. Yeah. You I haven't seen Casey it. Casey will be the judge. Mm-mm. I listened to Hot Shots 2 again, uh... After our conversation, you listened to it. Oh, oh, Again. yes, yeah. The, the beta, I, was beta like, band. I was like, "Why'd you put a movie on and then yeah. not watch it?" <laughs> I just I put on a movie, I just closed my eyes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, you still uh, look. It's a good record. It's good, but it's underwhelming. And with the potential of the three EPs, and even I mean, I find the the the, the self titled yeah. first really the first properly release a mess, but inspired mess at least. And it's just like. It's too glossy. It's too. Mm. Uh, it, it, it's an album that lands really heavily. I, like Squares is an amazing song. Uh, Life is. A, there's Sharp. really. There's really. Yeah, that's a great song. Um, there's really good songs on it. It's not a bad album. It's just I kind of find it. What's like, the song? I listen the, to it and I'll I'll probably check it out again in another like six years. No, yeah, you see, you that's I mean? it's an album that like I really. There's nothing wrong with it. I just you know. I have a weird connection attention. to that album. Yeah, sure. I think it's like I think. It's an album that uh, is hard. I don't know. It, it it takes a lot to get into. I can see why people didn't really like it, but I just think it's like really. I just think straight through, it's just a fucking fantastic album. Yeah, I just I find that like it's really it's good. Like while you're listening to it, like yeah, this is good. There's nothing wrong with any of it. I just find that then when it's off, I'm like, well. I'm Take anything from it though, and I listened to it a lot. Oh, when see, it came I out. take so much like from crazy. It. <laughs> I spent the, the whole I was summer sure you were listening say, to. Then it. when it's off, you can't hear it anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then Try. when it's off, it's like there's no it's, sound. It's completely silent when yeah, it's off. Know. So uh, not that I knew, you're not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just oh like, yeah, I, yeah. I, for me, it just you know. I think it's just one of those things. It's just like I think I get something out of it, uh, yeah. or whatever. It and is again, it's so well, personal. it's really well made pop yeah. music. But maybe it's just that that's not what I wanted from them. Yeah. Off of the three APs, you know? Oh, yeah. It definitely has a singular sound, which yeah. is weird to say of a beta band album. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I'm going to try Zeros to, zeros to Heroes. Oh. No, Heroes to Zeros. Sorry. You will One be, more time. You will be I remember liking that song, Assessment. I don't remember how it goes, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a good album. It's, yeah, I know. It's even more boring in terms of, like, it has one kind of a sound, and they do it the whole way through, whereas, like, I find the dynamics of Hot Shots Part 2, like, yeah. And again, it's a good record. It just kind of, you know... Yeah. doesn't get there for me. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. Um, so what uh, What now? Are we going to get right into Prison Break Corner? Like, are, does anyone see anything they would um, like to talk about this week? I haven't I... really, other than what I already... Yeah, I didn't see shit. I ain't seen shit. I ain't seen shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (coughs) I saw more Prison Break. Yeah. So let's go down. Prison Break. Prison to the PBC. PBC. Is that a new song? Yeah. That's the new theme song. It's good. Hey, he went rap. You Randy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Newman this fucker. You're going to Newman it up. Yeah. Well, oh, Newman, man. <laughs> that was hands down the best Randy Newman I have ever I heard. I did not commit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm still fucking swimming through season three. It's still the worst. You should watch it. I should <laughs> just sit on your couch it's for a very Christ. weird temperature. Yeah. Um. Uh, I have stopped making notes about oh, this show shit. because we're going no notes. Uh, yeah, I can't make notes on season three because it's just so. It's. I feel like I'm watching the same episode over and over and over. So mm. just to bring us all up to speed, where we are here in season three. 
Um, we're in the Panamazium. Panamazium crazy. Panamazium. <laughs> Panamazium? Can we just call it Panamazium from now on? <laughs> Absolutely. In the Panamazium prison. Uh... Uh, Michael's there, and Mahone, the 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 cop, the CIA or whatever the fuck he is, guy. He's there, and Billick, the former CEO, he's there, and Teabag, the rapist, is there. Oh, and, uh, um, and they're all in the jail. Outside of the jail, you got Link and Sucre are teamed up trying to get Michael out, but they're being sweated sweated upon by the the company who has sent one lady, who's again the smartest actor in the world. Right. She's just so horrible. I think she was in She's All That or something when she was younger. Anyway, she sucks. <laughs> and uh, and because they have, they want Michael to break this Australian fellow out of Sona, which is the name of the prison. This, this guy Whistler, this Australian. How did, they got to break this Australian out of the Pananasium. Uh <laughs> And that's what's going on. Then there's this, and again, there's no guards or rules in the prison. And there's this one guy named Lucero who runs everything. And he's got a right-hand man who's a wild, like, itchy trigger figure named Sammy. Are they still introducing characters? No, it I'm just like getting right that, now. This is what we have. That's This is the oh, world okay. we live in. Right. Billick, the former CEO, he has clothes now. He used to run around in his underwear and have to clean poop. Cause uh-huh. they, uh, okay. so it, I, I don't know. You get assigned roles when you come in. And they, most people just stay as they are yeah. and do their own thing. And some some people, people have to take their pants <laughs> off and clean poop. It's You're true. a naked poop cleaner guy. <laughs> you do it. Sorry, you drew, that, you drew that job out of the bowl. Also, one thing that's been bothering me is like not a lot of time has passed here. And at the end of season two, just before Billet gets thrown into this prison, <clears throat> when they're on this like setup job trying to catch... Tea bag and there's a dead hooker and stuff. Billick gets shot in the leg with a pistol. Mm. Now I've never been shot in the leg with a pistol. Oh no! I don't think no. I don't think it's it takes a rush. about a week or so <laughs> to get all better. Yeah, <laughs> but they just left that entirely behind. Yeah. Uh, that's just a small. Wound, that's just uh, a small complaint in an otherwise ludicrous world that this <laughs> fucking show lives in. So yeah, Michael made the 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 liquor and bag bomb to turn the water on, and then then he had to fix the electricity. He did that, and uh, now what's going on is the the leader guy in the prison, Lucero. He feels that power is uh, getting away from him, so he's like uh, corners Michael Schofield, and he's like, "You're trying to escape from this place," and he's like, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "Yes, you are, and you're taking me." With you, Aye. so Whoa. Uh, right, twisted, and uh, <laughs> oh my god, Twister. this fucking shit! Like nothing has happened. I've watched a lot of episodes since I last told you. All that's happened is like they keep on trying to find ways to escape. They have this one escape plan that's like they went from like I think the reason there's no guards in this prison is because the writers are so tired, <laughs> and they're like, you know what really got in the way of everything in first season when they were in that prison was all those cops and <laughs> guards <Yeah>. and bars. <laughs> like let's get that out of the way. So their first uh, uh, escape attempt is they're going to get they're going to poison the coffee of this guy who stands in one tower, and then wait for the sun to get in the eyes of the other guy in the tower, and then run out the window. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's the plan. And Listen, then this it, guy really likes coffee. Yeah, and then we got him covered. Poison that guy coffee. hates the sun. And then some, uh, they're halfway out the window, and then the clouds come. And they're like, oh, shit, go back inside. We need a new plan. Oh. <laughs> that was it. That was our window. Boiled again by Mother Nature. Yeah, and like a whole episode. was A whole couple episodes, like, building up to it to that. And I was like, Ugh. And then Sounds like the writers are just like now they're uh, so oh and then for a little while I don't know why this happened I feel like they didn't know what to do with him for a bit so it's like we got to get him out of the prison Mahone William Fickner he is going through heavy heavy withdrawal because he's been on those tranquilizers and then he got dabbled in some heroin while he was in prison just to keep him leveled out sure but then <clears throat> the people he worked for and and internal affairs have come to get him out of the sona and take him in to testify against the company and so he's going to go do that. So he leaves someone. I'm like, well, this makes sense. And he's been going through withdrawal now for a few weeks, I guess, okay. in prison or whatever. But it's nonstop. Like, his, <laughs> like he's in crazy town withdrawal every minute of every day. Like, the bugs and we are the company. He's like, just totally lost his fucking mind. And so they get him there and they, they get him to try and testify. And this takes episodes and episodes and episodes to happen too. And he tries to testify. And he's like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. He can't he even, drugs he can't he can't even testify. No, he's like, it's a web. Uh, there's flies. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that if 
he's in Crazy Town withdrawal, like in his head, he's just in the video for that Crazy Town song. Yeah, <laughs> Sugar Baby, Sugar Baby, <laughs> Butterfly. We, we need to te- we need you to testify, Sugar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, Please you know stop. what? <laughs> He's, this guy's gone bonks. Please stop <laughs> rapping. So they, they, everyone in the this courtroom just kind of like down. listens to him talk it. like a lunatic, and they all kind of go... <laughs> and they just send him back to Sona. So now he's back in Sona, and he's like, as soon as he's part of the prison breakout plan, he kind of levels out again. It's just like, it's a very convenient withdrawal syndrome. So the, the official breakout team has been put together. It's Michael and all of our regular cast that's been with you. Billick is now part of the breakout team, and Teabag the rapist, because he pulled a finag, you know, some Is finag- that what they call him? <laughs> just Teabag. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's a rapist. Yeah, no, you <laughs> have keep, to, you have to make that clear. Breaking him out of prison. <laughs> Run free, T-Bag. Uh, no, T-Bag. Do so what you do. It's Michael Billick, T-Bag, the, this Lucero leader of the prison world guy, um, Mahone, he's going to join along, and uh, the Australian fellow Whistler. Now, Whistler, I don't know what the company wants him for, but there's a countdown on him. Like, they, they need him, and uh, they've killed Sarah. They've cut her head off and mailed it to Link. He lied Have we about confirmed it. confirmed that it is her head? I, I still, were, I still had... don't think it's her. Oh. I still think she's coming back, but that's for now in the existing reality, she's dead. Right. And they still got his son, Link's son, LJ, is still being held captive. And that's the leverage. Link Jr.? Uh, yeah. Nailed it. That's you. Nailed oh, did, it. Uh, did I not? Yep. Did you do that on your own? You're good for uh, you, buddy. <laughs> LJ. Small victories. Yeah. That's all I get. So, uh, God, uh, what's happening? Um, they're trying. Yeah, they've got a new. This is the new prison breakout team. And they're going to dig. They're digging up out of a basement into the uh, courtyard. I think this is what we're doing. We're just digging straight up. And they had to kill this guy, Sammy, because Sammy's bad. And he was trying to take control from Lucero, and then he did, and then they didn't like it, so they killed him. But it was the first time Michael's killed somebody, and he's all like, bummer. He's very <laughs> sad. because he yeah. killed- It was pretty weird. Like He t- somehow timed the mine, or not the mine, the hole they've dug to collapse specifically when Sammy climbed into it. Like, what's going up up in here? Yeah. Bah! He's dead. <laughs> Oh and, no! Yeah, I was like, well, I guess he's an engineer, but I don't yeah, know, that sounds a little convenient too. Oh, what else is happening? I don't even fucking know. Uh, so th- I'm waiting for them to escape. But please escape so we can get out of the fucking Pananasium or whatever the hell it's called and <laughs> go do something. At this point, it's become something. a gymnasium for pandas, yeah. by the way. Something has to happen. Oh, oh, there was another. The, 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 the company was like, we're just going to go get Whistler out of there. And, uh, oh, I've got more on him of stupidness. Help me, help me understand. So they're like, this plan with the brothers isn't working. We're going we're gonna to bang and burn it. So they keep saying that. Bang and burn. It's going to be a bang and burn. <laughs> the, what does that gonna, mean? That means, means they're going to take them to the bone zone and then light them on fire <laughs> afterwards. Fly well, we hell. better fuck these brothers and then <laughs> set them on fire. <laughs> no, they're not going to use the brothers. Their new tactic to get Whistler out is bang and burn, which means a helicopter flies into the prison and just opens fire and hopes they can pull them out, and it doesn't work. And they're like, abort, abort the bang right. and burn. <laughs> So he's still Turns out unburned. this was a completely retarded idea. Yeah. <laughs> Abort! Now, I still have no idea, uh, more than halfway through season one, what they want Whistler to do. Uh, he's uh, All he keeps saying is he's a fisherman. I'm a fisherman, damn it. And he's got a little book. He's a book. Uh, Flawless Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a fisherman, damn it. Yeah. Uh, he has a book. He's a fisherman, but he's got a book on birds. Like a little bird, like if you were a bird watcher, you'd have a book. Sure. And it has all kinds of equations written Clues. in it. Clues. Yeah. And that's it's like we keep, this book keeps coming up. And people, now finally, it's Michael is like, if he's not a fisherman, well, what is he? That, that was how his episode ended. Bird watcher, I yeah, assume. Yeah, bird yeah. watcher. He's Maybe a terrible he, yeah, fisherman. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe he has other things that he's interested in other than yeah, fish. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and his girlfriend, his girlfriend's been involved in this too. Sonia, I think her name is. She is. She's from Panama, and she doesn't know about his double life because he's got extra passports <laughs> and stuff like that. And she just thinks he's a fisherman. But if he, she finds some kind of suitcase in the bottom of his fishing bag, 
but we don't know what's in there yet. That's the dun 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 of my last. Uh, yeah. The last episode ends with Michael going, hey, "Wait a minute! If he's not a fisherman, what is he?" And her picking up the suitcase, like, "Whoa! Oh man! Oh man! Great. He's a secret businessman!" <laughs> <laughs> man, guys, wait. Casey has all these guitars. I got a lot of job interviews. Why does he work at a bar sometimes? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I only have what one interest. <laughs> The rest are all diversion. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm really starting to lose it. Like this is really becoming taxing. I'm I'm literally watching the same episode over and over and over. Yeah, somebody sounds... somebody gives somebody a chicken foot and they got a fight and what? then yeah the chicken. That's how you start fights oh. in the prison because yeah, there's no there's that. no fighting in prison unless yeah, you yeah. give somebody a chicken foot and we do it right. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it right. And yeah, I just oh I'm fucking God. dying here. Just gotta get out. And Michael is still like he's a hot, sweaty prison. Just I, will not take off the long sleeve shirts. I They're like, we are that, not uh, drawing this tattoo on this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that you. Uh, I, I think you're like expecting to get like through the tunnel, but I feel like. Prison Break is a show that everyone just got so fed up with. I remember when they were watching it, I remember people being like, the first season, and it was so entertaining. And then, mm-hmm. like, everyone just hates it after, yeah. after that. And I don't <laughs> well, feel like yeah. it's going to redeem itself. I really itself. fucking hate it. I don't think it'll redeem itself. But I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I think I've asked this before, I forget. Is it, it's done now, right? Like Yeah. Oh, it ended years oh, yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, a, about a, almost a half a season, and then a full season, and then the TV movie, and I'm out. And then I have my own prison break. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to prison break out of watching Prison Break. Yeah, yeah, it's just the worst. Like, the, and this woman, the, the evil lady who works for the company, that's co- constantly trying to. Oh, she's the just the worst. <laughs> she is the worst. Oh, I hate her so much. But yeah. now, but Sucre just planted a bomb under her seat in her car, so maybe he's gonna blow her the Whoa. fuck up. Sucre. Action soon to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's it for this week. That okay. was literally, there was a whole shitload of episodes and like yeah. nothing happened. Sounds like they're just spinning their wheels. Oh, Billick has yeah. pants and shirts now, though. He's not in his underpants anymore. Oh, but he's, well, but he's wearing, he's Billick's wearing, like they finally put clothes back on him. I feel bad for this actor. He spent the first half of the season covered in dirt and just wearing underwear. And he's yeah. not a fit man. And uh, then they finally, okay, we got clothes. all of that applies to me, and I'm not getting paid for it. (laughs) Then now all he wears is uh, a shirt that's too small for him, which is hilarious on a chubby man. Sure, and uh, and uh, like a pair of zubas. Do you know what zubas are? No, they're like uh, like kind of like pajama pants, but they've got like like a lot of tiger stripes on them, but in like fluorescent colors. Uh, like, Zubas? like workout pants kind of They're thing. Not, like, I wouldn't work out in them. They're <laughs> like, maybe, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's like you're, oh, it's something you would wear. I don't know where you wear Zubas. I don't know is Robert Gronkowski wears them. You guys don't know who that is. Nope. <laughs> is this a friend Do of not. yours? <laughs> to give you a frame of reference, my friend wears them. Yeah, my friend that He's you don't know. He's a very know. famous football player. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's also famous for, for, uh, for some reason, wearing Zubas. Yeah. Look them up later, or okay. and you would listening at home. Look up Zubas if you don't know what they are. Yeah, they're the worst, the worst pants that anyone has ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, Billick is wearing them in his tiny shirt. And that's it. That's all, all right. I have for you is Bill, right. Billick's uh, <laughs> wardrobe update. Is it the wardrobe update? This show is going to slowly devolve into just the wardrobe <laughs> yeah. update of so the people. So he's in the prison. He's wearing a... Uh, <laughs> he's got some slick shoes We got on. this guy over here. You know, I, w- I, w- I do have something to mention about the wardrobe. It's not necessarily a wardrobe, but something with everyone, because it's super hot in Panama, and they need to show the heat, right? Yeah. But the only place that the brothers particularly sweat is the neckline of their shirts. Right. <laughs> like it's terrible. Like Michael switches shirts at one point because he's like, like they're gonna catch him based on the one shirt he was wearing. I guess he's wearing a gray long sleeve shirt that's all like super sweaty around the neck and nowhere else. And then he's like, whoa! And he changes shirts to a slightly bluish colored shirt that's exactly the same. Like, <laughs> I'll never get you yeah. now. And that one, then immediately he has it on, and like twenty seconds later, sweats huge right sweat stain around the neck. Come on, boys, we gotta too. catch the sweaty neck twins. <laughs> Link, everyone he's running oh, around in Panama, gray, he's constantly wearing like uh, that. Can't be them. That makes her sweaty, though. Link loves the uh, t-shirt and blazer look, which is always the best in really oh, intense heat. And I then always want to punch. Sweats that nowhere but in the neckline. I don't understand what's going on. A lot of neckline sweat. That's what I'm looking at now All in right. the show. I'm just like <laughs> sweaty necks, Z- Zubas and, and neck sweat. <laughs> the prison break story. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Why can't we get back to crazy henchmen and fucking yeah. uh, incestual presidents and, oh, yeah, man, and, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. crazy fucking... stuff? What's going on? Neck sweat and Zubas. That's where we landed. <laughs> that's all, uh, that's uh, all they got the budget and we for. Gotta these get, days. We have to get Michael to be like, you know, work out like trade jobs in the prison. Somebody turn on the water. Who's going <laughs> to pick the electricity? Who's making dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. God. Fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> I guess the, on that note, we'll move on to film roulette then. Yeah, let's yeah. get out of here. Get me out of this all fucking right. prison break. Let's get out of the PBC. PBC. How'd you sing it? <laughs> Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Let's roll back the tape. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good and the low roller has to go see a piece of shit, but the low roller gets to give the high rollers an album to listen to for the week of his choice. This is what we do. This week, Greg and Casey went and saw G.I. Joe Retribution. Retaliation. 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 I'm sorry. What have I done? <laughs> you ruined the show. Um, and I also saw it a week prior, so I'm going to talk about that too with you guys. But I went and saw the host from the writer of Twilight, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Directed by the guy that made Gattaca. More on that later. But uh, for now, let's talk about G.I. Joe. All right. All right. So, did you see the first one, Casey? No. Okay. So, see, what I, I assume, <laughs> as I was telling Dan before we started, what I assume is they're retaliating against good movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this movie was fucking boring as shit and, and a huge mess. Yes. Now, the, um, just a mess. Directed by the guy that made like a bunch of dance movies, right? Really? John M. Chu. He made uh, Step Up Two, Step Up Three D, <laughs> the Justin Bieber documentary. Really? And he's, ma- and he's currently attached to do so somebody- Master of the Universe in 2015. Oh. So this is what we're going up with. Now, oh, man, it opens all right. It's <laughs> no, okay, first- there are sequences I liked in yes. it. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the cliff fight is cool. The cliff fight was good. No. I liked, uh, no, I liked I all the, I liked the prison break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, like, mostly because I like Walton Goggins a lot in yeah, Prison Breaks. Yeah, and he, <laughs> clearly. And well, yeah, he, yeah, he he was he was at his Goggins best. Absolutely. The opening movie. of the movie and the end of the movie, I was like, what was this the opening of the movie? What I don't fucking remember. It was just like they were fucking. There was like some action. There was some. Oh, action. they were. They were. Have oh, you guys right. noticed that all of the bad guys now are North Koreans? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, is that a weird? Is that weird foreshadowing for what's going on I in know. the world? It is. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, like at the beginning, they're like they do like a breakout. Oh, right, right, right. It's, right. it's when the opening, like and the Flint. Yeah, uh. the opening and the end of the movie are when it feels like a GI Joe movie to me. <clears throat> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, now, were you into GI Joe when you were a kid, or is this something that you just kind not, of know about? Um, not like aggressively. I was. Okay. I liked GI Joe. I watched some of the cartoons. But yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Never I was like, heavy into yeah. GI Joe. Like watched the cartoon religiously every day after school. I had a bunch of the toys and stuff like that. I was sort of peripherally. Yeah, into yeah. I was like way into it. So I've really been wanting to like these movies and i did like the first gi joe movie better i think better than this one and also but i liked it better than the transformer movies Mm -hmm. it's not a good movie but it it was was fun anyway it was so stupid it was so crazy i'm like well this is at least they're making something that's totally bananas yeah yeah and i was like and you got two characters right Uh, they at least looked right and mostly Mm -hmm. act like snake eyes and storm shadow i'm like i'm on board with this yeah and oh, that and and that was the thing. There's a couple of uh, Transformers didn't do that at all. They don't get anybody right. No, so, no. I know they got Peter Cullen to be Optimus Prime's voice, but that's it. I that's all saying, we have that really feels familiar. They're also pointy. I don't know who anyone is. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Transformers. Yeah. Um, in 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 GI Joe two, the entire middle of the film when they like go up on the cliff. And they have that like cliff fight, and everything that was up there with like uh, what's his name uh, from like the master guy, he's like teaching them and shit. What's his oh, name? the RZA? Uh, the RZA. Mm. Like all of that, I was just like, I don't care. Oh no, it was terrible. And it, it was, was really worse. the actual it fight was really on the side of the mountain. Told, like, the fight on story. the side of the mountain was when I was like, I am done. Like with this movie. I was <laughs> oh, just see, like, I liked it. I liked it, that it, they had to jump from the uh, like they had to swing across to the to just, the zip line, and there were like people falling off the zip line and yeah. shit. But it stunk of like, oh, we made a 3D movie. We need more 3D things. So well, like, yeah. let's yeah. have it. Yeah. 3D movie. movie. It says presented in part by Hasbro at the beginning. But it felt so like it 
felt so shoehorned in. I felt like it just felt like yeah. oh, we need to throw things. Well, at the I, camera, everything so. felt shoehorned. Hey, I felt like I felt like there, it was some. You know when somebody uh, is like really excited or drunk to play you a bunch of songs in their iPod, yeah. and they play you a bunch of snippets, a whole bunch of songs you don't really understand what yeah. you listen to. Yeah. I feel like somebody did that with a whole bunch of action movies. At <laughs> yeah. me. Like where are we now? What is? But yeah. why is the RZA in this movie? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that that blew my mind. So but when weird. it becomes a movie about like I'm gonna shoot this like laser at Earth and blow it up, right, and I was yeah. like, that's what the movie should have been about the whole time. The whole time it should have been like, like I have like, a laser and, they, stop me. and I liked Cobra Commander. I'm like, looks cool. I'm yep. on board. Like yeah. that's that they, you've got a villain who did yeah. nothing. I know. You know what? Really, and this may be a spoiler alert for people. I don't know if it is or not, but like I was super jazzed because okay, so they go to this prison where what they do is they keep you in. Water. Mm-hmm. You just float there for a while, paralyzed. Um, and they had two people in this prison, and they brought in who they thought was Snake Eyes, right? Or Snake Eyes. Spoiler alert. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Post spoiler alert. Um, but they've got Cobra Commander and Destro. Yeah. And I'm like super sweet. Yeah. Because. Because uh, Cobra Commander, yeah, that's awesome. That, it, but I want to see Destro. Fuck yeah! And then I was uh, wait, I've been waiting for it because you do Destro doesn't get metal face until the last like shot of the first GI Joe movie. So right. you're waiting all this time, like sweet, let's get some yeah. Destro action. Yeah. Nope. And like literally, they're breaking out of the prison, and somebody goes, "Hey, you're not in this movie." <laughs> yeah, yeah, Destro, <laughs> you're out of the band. Or yeah. Whatever. And I was like, he better show up and fuck some shit up. But nope. Nope. Yeah. It was just like one. Maybe, yeah. maybe they just can't find a guy who can talk as cool as yeah. the voice from the Destro. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. excited about cool hearing, the, on. <laughs> uh, hearing the voice. But yeah, yeah. Well, I just, no, yeah, the guy they had in the first movie was just like the uh, Scottish or something. Just like yeah. I just it felt like when they finally became like we got to stop him from blowing up Earth with that sweet laser, and they were like yeah. driving around in tanks and stuff. I was like, well, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah. What laser? Are, there's no laser. Whatever well, that thing they shoot from the satellite. Oh yeah. yeah okay. It's not, right, right, right. it's not really a laser, but yeah. Which okay, has yeah. the fail-safe button where you press a red button in a suitcase and then yeah. all of the satellites explode. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have made that suitcase. No. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? We'll make the suitcase and don't let it get yeah. into the wrong hand. And now I was okay. I because I had all the toys and I was really into GI Joe. And one of the toys I had that wasn't like a popular one, but I was really into was Firefly, the saboteur. And I was like, oh, fuck, they put Firefly in this movie, and it's that guy, Ray, whatever the Ray fuck. Ray Stevenson. Who, Ray Stevenson, who was the second Punisher. I, I actually liked him a lot as the Punisher. He was in a really bad movie, but I thought he was good for that. And he was really good on Rome. He's a good actor, but, yeah, right. every, I, I don't know. Everything in this movie, even like Bruce Willis showed up, and I was yeah. like, come on, man, I'm just so fucking bored. Like, yeah, nothing. So, jokes so really was dumb. he, by Yeah, Bruce Willis was wicked bored. Hey, I'm G.I. Joe. Oh, my God. Like I mean, I enjoy thing. The Rock. He's kind of he's yeah. fun enough to keep me entertained while he's yeah. on screen. I, I, I love The Rock, and you know who I, I I'm surprisingly don't? Mind uh, Chauncey Tatum or no? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, 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 I genuinely I've like him. him a lot of stuff. I, yeah. I don't like the forced friendship between them. In this no, movie. Was... hey buddy, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> when they were, hey no, buddy, no, I'm I, making fun of you a little bit too right yeah. now. Yeah. I like because it. we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this stuff. I was like, why wasn't they should have just like actually reshot stuff and yeah, put him this in should it more be the movie because you don't the need whole the first four other storylines with him being there. I was like, oh, there's like a sense of like I don't know. There was a weird sense of energy to the movie when it was just The Rock and Channing Tatum like playing a video game. Yeah. Where there was like more energy and like fun in that scene. Than- Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There that wasn't scene, like anything in the middle of the movie. That scene was actually pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then they're like, they're trying to shoot the cupcake. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that was weird. <laughs> well, yeah, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I, I just 
it was apropos of absolutely nothing that they had a cupcake with a <laughs> candle, a lit candle in it, yep. and they yeah. were shooting. They were trying to shoot that. They, yeah, yeah, but if whoever misses the cupcake has to watch the kids. Yeah, or yeah. their friends. Yeah, no, 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 totally. But why did it have to be a cupcake? Was my problem. Why couldn't it just be like a bottle or something? Or a Target. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid, Casey. You're right. <laughs> I'll never make it in the. How are you going to eat the target if you miss it? <laughs> Idiot. Is, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't know. This movie was just a huge it was a mess. disappointment. There was a You know, Jonathan Price was really good though. Yeah. Like I thought that he I like played Jonathan both. Price. He's a fine actor. I thought he played both the things yeah. that he was playing. I don't yeah. Know yeah. Now everyone knows no. from the first oh, movie know? that Zartan took over as the yeah. president. Oh, they do know. That oh, happens okay. in the first movie. Um, so, yeah, I thought he played the real president and the, the Zoltan president uh, <laughs> uh, pretty well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And there was one line that, that I thought was pretty funny uh, uh, when he, he comes in as, as the president but is actually Zartan. And he's like, oh, uh, you no. know, I thought it was going to – I thought it was all going to be, you know, work. But yesterday I hung out with Bono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Pretty funny. That yeah. one line about waterboarding or whatever, that was so dumb. Oh, I don't know the why they worst. call it waterboarding. I'm, I'm never, never bored. bored. I was like, get no. off the screen. <laughs> and another thing, from being a fan as a kid and stuff like that, like my favorite guy, like, well, everyone's favorite was Snake Eyes, but then my favorite yep. person who talked was Flint. And Flint was like kind of the centerpiece of the cartoon. Oh, so you're saying Flint isn't supposed to be a boring, faceless crap? <laughs> no, I know. I was like, yeah. and then I was like, oh shit, Flint's in this movie? I had no idea. That's awesome. Too bad they didn't hire an actor to play him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, again, uh, my, my knowledge of It could have been clothing sort of on a hanger that they held <laughs> yeah. in what every does, scene. It's like, like what does this Flint over here do? is Flint. It's, say hello, Flint. Because he didn't do, like, anything. all he does in this movie, literally all he does, he doesn't save the day or anything. <laughs> all he does is get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's all I did. <laughs> no, all he does is risk lives. I'll yeah, say. and ogle the girl, Lady Yeah, J. right, right. Yeah. Who... Anyway, I, I don't want to talk about why a GI Joe. I don't want to talk about this movie teams. anymore. It it's a bummer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, don't I was bother. Really I thought it was going to be like really fun, yeah. straight through, or at least be as ludicrous as the first one, and it just wasn't. It was just yeah. a big, messy whole, yeah. whole. I feel I felt like a whole bunch of action movies puked on. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the first one? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did he play? Cobra Commander. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to go. Watch. It's on one really of the Netflix. It. It's a really weird movie. Yeah, That's weird though, right? It's super super weird. Okay. Yeah, it's on one of the Netflix. Okay, so, sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely will check it out because I wanted this movie to be better than it was. See, now I haven't seen the first one either, and I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because I, I don't know. I heard that it was really bad, but I don't mind Stephen Summers as a director sometimes. Like, what else has he done? He did like the original Mummy. And I he did uh, Deep Deep Rising, which I think is a pretty fun yeah, like Tree Williams movie. Yeah. spectacular. It's a fun movie. <laughs> like he can do the like shitty blockbuster roller coaster action movie fairly well when yeah. he needs to. Right. Uh, so I kinda wanna see it now. Uh yeah, I yeah. think I will. Um what I don't ever want to see again <laughs> was the movie that I had to go see. Yes. I went and saw The Host yep. from Stephanie Meyer's novel of the same name, directed by Andrew Nichol, who uh -huh. did In Time and Gattaca. Uh, one good movie, one real bad movie. Um, I like Gattaca. I oh, okay. don't it's like It's good. Gattaca. I like it. I like parts of Gattaca. Yeah. Um, I don't, and In Time I don't was know. awful. And this was probably worse. Is that worse the one where Timberlake yeah. has a clock in his arm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. Could have been a like, good idea. Terrible movie. Um, the weird thing on. is it's a drama. He yeah. just has a clock in his arm. <laughs> Gotta get it out. Ah, this really hurts. I should see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. um, so this movie is so fucking stupid. It is unreal. So and it's aliens one... have come okay. and they live in our bodies. I'll get dead. to it. Um, <laughs> this is a movie that you like. It should have never been adapted because it's a story that is a book. It's like there's almost no way for you to ever be able to pull off what this book is doing really? as a movie because the plot of the movie is um, aliens have come to Earth and it's kind of like a body snatcher deal where uh, they get inside you and your eyes have these little rings on them and you become like the host for the alien right. and so like you aren't 
dead, but like they have taken over and control your body. So like you're still in there somewhere. You're still in there somewhere, right. and so you can get out if your love is strong. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the beginning of the movie, uh, the main. If you character, really love teenage boys, you can get out. <laughs> if a teenage yeah. boy in a little hoodie comes along, yeah. and has just the messiest hair you've ever yeah. seen, don't you fall in love? Um, your love for don't him. you fall in love don't with do him? It. Love can kill the alien inside of your eyes. Now, <laughs> so the, the main character played by, um, how do you pronounce her name? Saoirse. Okay, yeah. So she's from Lovely Bones. Uh, she's a good actress. Hannah. Yes, Hannah. She's a very good actress. Yeah, she's awesome. So she does her damnedest to pull What's this off. What's her last name? Saoirse Ronan? Ronan, yeah. Ronan. She does her damnedest to pull this off. But the the movie starts with, she's on the ru- she's running away from a group of these, these hosts, and... Uh, she has like a little brother who's with her that she's been walking around with and trying to find uh, like people or food or whatever. And 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 so she gets caught by the hosts. She's she's about to get caught by the hosts and she jumps out of a window. Is that what they call them, the hosts? I don't know. I can't oh, okay. remember. I, I didn't know if you were <laughs> I'm just doing that because it's what the movie's called. Right. But uh, so she ends up getting caught. She jumps out a window and like breaks a bunch of bones and they're like she's strong she didn't die or something and so they put an alien in her neck and the aliens <laughs> now the aliens she deserves a reward yeah, for being so strong here's an alien uh, don't you fall in love the aliens look <laughs> like a big floating ball of sperm Mm. Uh, they 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 have they hold them in their hands and it's like a glowing white ball of these little like strands floating around with little heads on them and I was like that sperm <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah and so they put the they, they they put it in her neck and she becomes a, and she becomes a host and so right. Now we get to a. Is series the whole thing a weird allegory for pregnancy? Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but so now we get to a series of of flashbacks where the host is trying to tell the aliens information about this girl that it's taken over, and in hopes to find the like last group of humans that are hiding somewhere. Right. So we see a lot of flashbacks about her on the run with her little brother, and she meets this guy. And they fall in love, and they go to this little house, and they like find their little like sanctuary away from the aliens, blah 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 blah, and then lead, leading up to what happened at the beginning of the movie, where she got eventually caught. Right. So he's out there and somewhere. They, and they put sperm in they her put neck. They put sperm in her neck. So he's out there somewhere <laughs> with this little kid, like in their, their little cave somewhere. And all this time, the the movie is doing this thing where she's still alive inside the host. So there's constantly narration, uh. like. I'm still in here. <laughs> like literally like don't do that. I'm don't you know what's wrong? I'm so in love. I'm, no, yeah. <laughs> like like her talking about like telling the host body like not to do things and it is the fucking stupidest thing. You cannot do you cannot pull that off in a movie. All right. To have like her inner monologue. It was like the fucking octagon with Chuck Norris. It was like she's in there doing like don't go in there, don't do this. You have to help me. And the alien's like, I don't want to do that. Does the alien talk like back to her? The alien talks back sometimes. In that voice? No, I don't want to. <laughs> well, I'm the alien so inside of your body. So. She convinces the alien to like drive away, like to escape and they get to like this cave where everyone is left. And so the movie then becomes the most boring fucking movie ever where she's doing like manual labor, like tilling fucking wheat in this fucking cave. And then there's a love triangle. Obviously, Stephanie Meyer wrote it. So Mm. basically, it becomes this batshit insane movie about the girl inside of the alien is still in love with the boy, but this other boy falls in love with the alien. Oh God! So the guy, yeah. So the alien like falls in love with this dude, and the the dude's like, "Can you make like what's her name go away in your brain for a while so we can like make out and shit?" Like it's so. Is the alien a a lady? Like the alien is (laughs) learning. Yes, the alien's a woman. And the alien is like but learning to have feelings. But the alien's a feelings. big ball of sperm. Yeah, yeah. and that's what but he's in love with. It's a big with. ball of sperm that can like go travel from host to host. So it's like sure. been around for millions of years. But it is a woman. It's been around. I get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't fall in love. Yeah. No problem. Young so dudes. <laughs> it is so fucking stupid. It's like she. I don't even know how to deal with that. She's mad at like it. she's mad at like the host body for like kissing the guy that she likes, and then she's mad at him for at her for ki- kissing the other guy she doesn't like because she doesn't want to do that because she's in love with the other guy and just becomes this fucking stupid movie about like that 
and it's so goddamn Sounds like dumb. the odd couple. And then at the end of the movie, <laughs> spoiler alert, they find a way to like get it out of her and put it in another girl, and then they live happily ever after as two different people, both in love with the people that they But that with. other girl who got infected by the alien <laughs> is fucked. Well, basically. no, it was like... So all the, but all they put in another body, has... and it was somebody that was about to die, so they saved a life by putting the sperm alien in it. Blah, so, blah, blah, but blah. humanity <laughs> still is just a bunch of people with sperm. Well, they, you, there's like a little, there's do. a little denouement at the end where it's like, oh, they're about to get pulled over, and like they're all human except for the two girls or something, and then like it turns out that the guy that pulled them over is like actually on the side of a bunch of other humans and the other humans are like we didn't know there was any more of us left and then the guy that was a host is like i didn't know i was the only one that changed sides and then it's like turn the host the end the host the end i was just like don't fall in love get out of here it is so fucking bad man it was bad i find that really surprising that you say because it is based on a book yeah um, but but that, is, is it a series of thing. books? Series this, of books? No, just one. I think Aww. this is a, this is the thing that you wrote after the I was Twilight. Hoping you book, keep right? up on this series yeah. so, for us. Uh, it shocks me that she would write something in book form. You know, like I mean, I'm not shocked that she would write the book, but I'm surprised that it wasn't anything more than just like a blueprint for the movie. Yeah. Well, it just I don't know. Maybe she had. Well, it in maybe her it mind. is. It's not like she's some mastermind yeah. writer. But like, know? just I've the, never the, read the books. The <laughs> idea of like a character existing inside another character's head for the entire like first two thirds of a film is just like, how are you going to do that without it just being like. A voiceover and that being really stupid and that's right. exactly what it was. Yeah. It's just like I don't understand. Like she she tries, like she's a good actress, she does her best to like do it, but it does not work. Yeah. And what did you like more? This or Twilight Five? Oh my god, Twilight Five. <laughs> Twilight Five at the end of the movie had a bunch of people getting their heads cut off. <laughs> this movie was like really fucking stupid and then really boring because they're in the cave for a bunch of time and they have this like hole in the roof where they've like put up mirrors so they can get light down to grow like wheat. And then for like half an hour, like for like fifteen minutes of the movie, they're like they just grow wheat. They're like, You need to help us and she, they're like, Why are you letting the alien help us? And I'm just like, You're just doing farming work. Right. Be entertaining movie. <laughs> Please entertain me movie. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And this, the aliens, this sounds just terrible. So the aliens spray you this. with like perfume to get you to do things like in your face. Mm-hmm. They like like they like spray things in your face and be like, "Be calm and then like help us." <laughs> so I, I feel my like head that started would work on my me. unless my head, what they wanted me like, to do was wipe off my face. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I was just like, "Oh, they're like perfume aliens," and then I was like, "All the humans in the cave look stinky," so I'm probably like happy that these perfume aliens are taking over. They're needed on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> Save us from our smelly bodies. Yeah. (laughs) If you do, if you go and get that for me, I'll spray you with some perfume. Okay. Yeah. And all the humans, all the humans are like assholes, and they're fighting amongst themselves and stuff. And I was like, the the aliens just want to spray you to get you to do something, and then you smell good. They seem like good guys to me. That's called Uh, win win. Yeah. It's garbage, and I fucking hated it. I'm on board with these sperm necks. Uh, So it was super boring. Now, because I watched the movie I saw last week, which was a loser mm-hmm. film as well, um, I give you guys an album uh, by a band called Good Luck. The album no. was called Without Hesitation. No. I gave you this album because I knew it was kind of a curveball because I didn't know how it was going to land. Yeah. Um, because I knew that there was elements to this album that could possibly make it a punishment album, but I also knew that it's not necessarily the kind of album that I would give you... Like say the Masked Intruder album, which is right, just like right, just pop punk on, verse yeah, yeah. chorus, like <clears throat> Beach Boys songs being played fast. Like I think personally, the good the album by Good Luck without hesitation has a lot to like about it. I really like it lyrically. I think it's super, super good. It's really addictive, and the songs. I don't know. They're not verse chorus songs. It, like it, as yeah. an album, there's a pacing um, to it. The vocals really, in a is, lot of places, reminded me of Hefner. Yeah. Uh, just the tone of the guy's yeah. voice and some of the delivery too. Um, That's funny. It reminded me so much of the other guy from the Dead Milkman. Oh yeah, the guy oh, yeah. who sings a lot more. I've, I what his name is. The guy who sings a lot more on like uh, Soul Rotation. Right. I hear like a tiny bit of like the guy from the Weaker Thans in in his. Uh, I can hear that. Now, I liked uh, I liked the themes. I liked uh, the lyrics. I liked a lot about this album except for the listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Actually, <laughs> I, just, like, I didn't enjoy the I, list, but I was like. 
this is all like I like these ideas for songs. I like these lyrics. I like I the structure of the yeah. songs. Yeah. Like I like the guitar <laughs> tone. Yeah. yeah. Like and at no point did I not like those things. Yeah. But I was like, when is this going to be over? <laughs> it's not even a very long album. No, it's not a yeah. long album. See, I, I think I think like there's um, a lot of stuff on this album. Um, like I'm glad that you at least did like like the lyric like lyrically and, and tone yeah, because yeah. I thought particularly near the like near the end was I, I really liked that uh, it gets harder. Song. Yeah, that's a really good song. Yeah, I really like the song uh, Contact. I feel like some of their yeah, th- uh, that's where I was like, these lyrics are fucking awesome. Uh, like, I wish like, I liked this, yeah. but I hate it. Like yeah. that song. Like I feel like these songs, they they aren't just like songs about some like no, they're really I don't know how to explain it. I feel like they're they they they're reach, honest. Yeah, they know, reach a point of like resonance. I, I don't like, and, like how they sound. Yeah, like well, they're like uh, that song. Sorry, that song um, contact. I feel like reaches a point of the song like that, that like offers like real insight into the topics that they're talking about. It's not yeah. just like I'm sad and that's it. It's kind of like oh the, there's like something actually to take away from these themes. Mm. Absolutely. Like the thing is I, I, I think maybe if I listen to it a little bit more maybe I'll catch on. Yeah. I feel like maybe I just haven't I caught on yet but yeah. yeah. Like, I, 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 like, um, it took me a while but I became weirdly addicted to it because I feel like because of the way it's structured it, it does lend itself to like over like re-listening. Right. Some of the songs aren't very long and aren't even, and then like you know they're over in a minute and a half or two minutes or whatever, and then it's like oh I want to hear that again. Like that right. contact song, like I don't like the way that it starts, and then I like where it goes, so that makes me want to listen to it again. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I like again, like I, it was one of those things where I was like, I think my not liking this is my fault. You know, like I, I think <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. No, no, again, because you know? I can't say this is a bad album. It just, it's no. just not for me, is the thing. Yeah, and that was kind of why I gave it. But the, mm. the, the thing is, for I, I feel like it is kind of for me. Like I feel like the the elements of it that I really, really dug. Like again, like yeah. I like the guitar tones. I like a lot of the riffs and yeah, that it's they really weren't noodly overdone. Work. And but not too not, noodly, yeah. not too like uh, like fucking just play something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got to give this one more time. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't spend enough time with it. I don't think, and, and I think there's going to be a point where I uh, where I catch on. Yeah, I'm I really leave it um, on my iTunes for a while. Nice. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I really like the opener. Actually, um, all good people. That's another one that I just feel like lyrically, it just like super awesome. Like yeah. really well written. Like they they write like pretty mature stuff for their like age and type of music that they're playing. I find. How old are they? They seem. Pretty they're young. a pretty young band. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when did this album come out? Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm glad you didn't hate it. All right. So, so I'm what do you have for us because you saw the host? Um, <laughs> well, I should have thought it through and planned something really heinous because I kind of decided after giving that one where I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. I had planned to give you this album. So I'm giving you an album that I love. Again, um, been on a roll with nice ones uh-huh. since Mass Intruder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm giving you guys an album that I think will skew more towards uh, your styles. I'm giving you an album. This is another one from the uh, Dan Gorman. Why don't people talk about this album uh pile right it's an album called dissertation honey by a band called the plot to blow up the eiffel tower okay and this is a noise rock noise punk uh post-punk kind of album that also fuses with jazz i like that last uh (laughs) it's awesome the bassist on this album is incredible the guitar riffs are incredible they're just fucking loud and fast and crazy i love that all right loud and fast i'm in we haven't done something like that plot to blow up the eiffel tower dissertation honey check it out all right we're gonna talk about it next week super sweet well let's get to rolling oh yeah we are rolling for tyler perry's temptation Mm -hmm. is one of them right back in the mix back in the mix because i saw the host Uh, I'm sweating. (laughs) Oh, man. If I didn't want to see the winning movie so badly, I almost (laughs) want to see the Tyler Perry movie. I'm scared. Yeah. Because uh, I really want to see the winning movie, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Evil Dead, Which is such an emotional difficulty for me to comprehend that I do want to see it, and then apparently it's just fucking great. That's the weirdest thing for me is that when when I first heard about it, I fucking didn't... I I was like, I'm boycotting this shit. Fuck you all. Yeah. Um, Now I really want to see it. Now, yeah. If we can throw things into the rumor mill, something both Casey and I read, though, that this is the apparent plan 
Is, uh, this movie will hopefully will do well and they will have a sequel. I think it'll do well. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert are in the process of writing a fourth entry into the original Evil Dead series. Which but will to be av- called Army of Darkness 2. Right, to yeah. avoid confusion. Then the plan is to have Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness 2 and then a final seventh film in this entire thing where those two worlds come together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly... Now, that... I'm pretty good with. <laughs> that would be sweet. Yeah. I think the the whole thing is is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like what was the last great movie Sam Raimi did? I want to say it was Drive Me to Hell. Yeah. yeah. So and before that, Spider Man Two. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man Two is I, awesome. I'm talking about. Oh, it is. Yeah, I loved Spider Man Two, and honestly, there were elements of Spider Man Three that yeah. I that I oh, that sure. I liked. Yeah, there's great scenes as a whole yeah. movie. It sucked my balls. Too but, much going on. There. But. Uh, Drag Me to Hell proved that he can still make an Evil Dead movie. Yeah. Not that it is an Evil Dead movie, no, but, but it has that it, sensibility. It really has that sensibility, For and sure. it really has like, yeah, like, like he hasn't missed a step in terms of his weird yeah. fucking yeah, shit yeah, that he yeah, does. Yeah. He's still a weirdo. So as long as he's really controlling things, yeah. I, I'm on board. Yeah. All right. See who's going Casey to see what. First. All right. Roll in. Mm-mm. Roll in. Casey, Mm-mm. roll day two. Oh, fucking All balls. Right. I may be going to see TP. I'm going. Rolling. Under the couch. That's a three. Oh. Take your word for it. <laughs> Got a six. six. Yes. yes. <laughs> going to see Tyler Perry. Casey, <laughs> going to see Tyler Perry. I dodged the Tyler Perry bullet. My God. Have yet to see a this Tyler Perry movie. This is crazy. <laughs> full, full disclosure. You just wait for Christmas, buddy, because Tyler oh. Perry's not actually in this movie. Yes. So I don't think this would count for you. Yeah. I'm going to have to see some with Medea eventually. Yep. Full disclosure. She's back for Christmas. I have to go see Evil Dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you don't. Will it, it'll still be in theaters. Yeah, what, Evil Dead? That'll be yeah, it'll yeah. be out for two weeks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Today, the the movie I went to see, the GI Joe started late, so I got a free voucher thing for oh, a yeah. free movie. Mm-hmm. So I will not be paying to see Tyler. Perry. <laughs> 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 He'll be paying, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Oh uh, goodness. Super sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. Well, even if it shit. was a three. Wait, I'm not happy. I mean. <laughs> Don't I, I did I really wanted to see Evil Dead. That sucks. I just feel like <laughs> What do you feel I'm like? So you'll see it. Yeah. You'll, you'll see it eventually. It. Yep. Just uh, like you eventually saw the master. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was when I was fucking dying. I know, I know, I know. And it's good. And the performances are amazing. Because I've definitely missed things in theaters where I was like, I'll get around to it, but then you have to yeah. go see something again next week and you don't find the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, I still haven't seen Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. All right, let's get into Hero Swap. Yes. Hero Swap Cage Match. Hero Swap Cage Match. weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. This is one of those matches. This is a very fucking bananas match. We've got uh, Action Jackson. Bananas match. Oh, shit. Action Jackson uh, going up against Martin Riggs. Oh, so yeah. yeah, Action Jackson from his uh, titular character of Action Jackson. And uh, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Uh, fuck! I don't know. Give me the dice. Let's see where they are. I don't All even right. know how to. This is Let's a do it. This is a doozy, <coughs> doozy. Where are we? Three. We're, we're on the uh, battle planet. Good. Sweet. That's kind of where I was hoping this would be. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> Action Jackson. Uh, we've talked about him in, the, in his previous round. He's a. I think he's a bit of a dark horse in this whole thing. Like he's not the most famous character. Racist. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But he is a monster. Uh, yeah, he does he's a some super crazy cop. Shit. He's of the super cop genre, and he his background before he began got into police work is he was a super track star. Yep. and like went to Harvard. He's a genius. Yep. But he likes the action. He's got a super sweet mustache. That's right. Yep. Uh, he's played by Carl Weathers, one of the best human beings of all time. All time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he can run faster than cars. He can jump over. He can jump over things. moving cars. Yeah. Send them <laughs> yeah. flying into Yeah, I love when he's he's on the sidewalk running. And he's chasing a cab. Yeah, that's it's like getting the fuck out of there, cab. And he's on the sidewalk, and there's 
parked cars, like you know, cars parked you know, right on the next to the sidewalk. Yeah. Are you so, about to explain how parked? Yeah, cars well, are? not like so. It's like he's sidewalk, then parked cars, then the cab, and so he catches up to the cab, yeah. and then jumps oh, like God. a Superman jump it's over so the parked cars, then then lands on the roof of this cab. Yep, he's a spectacular human, speci- human specimen. He's the best. <clears throat> then we have uh, Martin Riggs. From the Lethal Weapon series, he is the Lethal Weapon of that yeah. series. Uh, he's he's got a camp. special forces background. Uh, he's uh, well trained in hand to hand combat, and he's good good with a gun. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's got a bit of a death wish. He's a sort of a loose cannon. He's crazy, crazy cop. Also a super cop. Yep. Uh, very, very, very capable. Shoulder. Gets shit done. Uh, can dislocate and relocate his shoulder at uh, the, at a betting whim. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. These guys are both uh, both strong contenders. Yeah, I yeah. would say for, and, for the whole shebang. And on Battle Planet, Battle Planet. Now, yeah. I don't think either of them really have a strong. Well, now Action Jackson's wicked smart. Yeah, he, this is now it doesn't really come into play in the movie, but it's you know it's put there that he is a very well educated man. Yeah, right. so it's possible but, he might be able to do something if need be. But I don't. I think both of these guys think, are are headstrong, yeah. and you know, he's, they call him action for for a reason. I don't he think wants that to get either in there. of them are gonna make up some crazy yeah, like, concoction. No, thing. yeah, like I, I mean, feel like them being on the, the battle the last planet thing is image, just sort of like peripheral to the yeah, yeah. They're not gonna like find wherever a way to they make are. They're just gonna go hand to hand. Yeah, yeah. The last thing image of Lethal Weapon is Mel Gibson with no shoes on sprinting down a highway with a machine gun. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like a tactical guy. No. <clears throat> so I think they're looking for it. They're just gonna get into it. Um. So I think this kind of is just going to be kind of like the end of Lethal Weapon, and well, and the end of uh, Action yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Just like you know, let's go this uh, mano a mano like a fist fight. You yeah, know? yeah. Mel Gibson or Martin uh, Riggs fights uh, Mr. Joshua, played by a very excellently crazy Gary Busey. You know? Yeah, and Action Jackson <laughs> fights Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Coach. Now that being said, Craig T. Nelson's a big dude. Yeah, and uh, knows all kinds of karate in this movie, and he's he's pretty yeah. badass. In this oh, he's movie. super he, badass. Uh, he fucks hot women. He gets lots of boners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets lots of boners that he'll tell you about. <laughs> oh, that scene—it's the worst. Yeah. Now, yeah, they okay. Um, they're just yeah, like you said, they're gonna go at it. Just give it a fisty fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. old fisty <laughs> fight. Old punchy wunchy. They're, they're going at it, fisty fight style. <laughs> A real punchy one. <laughs> All right. So where do, where do we Fantastic. where are you guys sitting with this? Because I, I I think that, I mean this is just going to come wow. down to we have similar already, fighting styles. I've already kind of thought how I think it'll end, but okay. I don't want to skip to it. Yeah. The well, the, the problem is for me, I, I'm having a I'm having trouble separating. So I mean, I want Carl Weathers to win, and I want yeah. Mel Gibson to get kicked <laughs> in the face and die. Yeah. Um, now, and also, mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes right down to it. To be honest, I love the Lethal Weapon movies. I do. I mm-hmm. mean, they're a huge part of my childhood. You know, Shane Black fucking yeah, wrote yeah. so oh, much yeah. of they're our childhoods. Great. But I like Action Jackson better. Yeah. I do too. I and just, it's got it. Action Jackson wins in the one-liners. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah exactly. Ribs. In the shit. wins and fun like one-liners forever, basically mm-hmm. like over yeah. every movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the best at it, and Carl Weathers is the fucking best at delivering those things. Yeah. I think that they're gonna fight fisticuffs. They're gonna fisty they're fight. gonna they're gonna fisty, fisty fight. fight. They're gonna be roll. They're gonna be do, covering a lot of ground while they uh, while they fisty fight. And the way I imagine this uh, ending is they they are, they are disoriented, and Mel Gibson uh, gets thrown off of Carl Weathers, and in a fit of rage, starts just. Just running at him like fucking a bat out of hell, yep. and then Carl Weathers jumps over him, <laughs> <laughs> and Mel Gibson just falls off the cliff that they oh, were that they I were fighting yeah, on top yeah. of. Yeah, and 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 Carl Weathers looks down uh, the, the cliff at him and goes, "Hey, you want some hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> or something barbecue related?" Yeah, uh, yeah, I fully support this. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be I'm crazy running. There's got to yeah. be jumping, but this finally can quiet the demons of Martin Riggs and. Send him to heaven or wherever yeah. you might believe in, so he can be with his dead wife. Uh, well, that would be somewhere <laughs> in the rose garden, then I assume. Yeah, <laughs> if I, yeah I just picture it's like it's basically the end of Tremors. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going <laughs> to tremor yeah, him. He's going to tremor him. He's going to tremor him, but he's also going to jump over him like he was a cat. We yeah. killed him. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, man. Well, that's that what happens, Mel best. Gibson, when you're yeah. a crazy racist sexist. Yeah. You get killed in our competition. It's true. Yeah, like I'm I sure he's sitting in his mansion right listening now going, to us. oh. What if he is? Mm. <laughs> then I'm really freaked out because this is not live to air, you guys. Uh, he's probably calling all right. us all sugar tits. Uh, <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, they're a bunch of sugar tits. Still going. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, Mel Gibson would do that, like, rage run. Yeah, oh, for sure. For I think sure. he does in all if the we're movies. Gonna, if we're going to compare it to Tremors, can we have him burrow under the ground yeah. <laughs> to, to go after him? Oh, man. He, yeah, there, there's got to be a good one-liner out of there, like... Uh, Hey, would you like a hamburger? <laughs> like, like that? It's got to be flying related. Like, oh, right. uh, white man can't fly. Or I don't know, like something. <laughs> something about he can't fly. Yep. <laughs> nope, it's white men can't fly. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Are we ready for next week? Yeah. Again, we've got nothing but some fucking crazy shit coming up here. <clears throat> All right. So next week we have got Sarah Connor. The Terminator series going up against the driver. Ooh, this is gonna be interesting. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's silent from the movie. Ultra violent. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I I need to revisit the driver. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna flick. rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch that to get into yeah. it. It's just uh, such a great fucking so movie. good. I so really good. think it was my favorite movie of that. It year. was definitely <clears> one of mine <throat> for sure. That yeah. and the Muppets. Well, shit. Yeah, there that's we are. it. That's next week. All right, Driver, Sarah Connor. Good stuff. Uh, watch there. those films and check us out online at synwpc on Twitter and also yes. Facebook.com/synwpc. Yes, please yes. check out other podcasts. Check out Time Bandits. Check out Faculty of I think Horror. There should be a new Faculty mm-hmm. of Horror coming up soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Excited. Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas is coming back. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all, all those together. are up there. Please go listen to the Halloween episode of Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas if you haven't. You will be very happy. You did. So funny. Yeah. So check that out. Yep. And uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. 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 See you uh, next Wednesday, Internet. Bye, Internet. Goodbye. The host, the end. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.